You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. But before we get to the podcast, you know what you got to do? You got to hit us up on all those social media outlets. Can you do that for us? Go over to uh, Facebook right now and go to uh, backslash Talking Wrestling, T-A-L-K-N-W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. Go to Spotify, check us out there, Talking Wrestling. Also, check out Casey Corbin while you're there, add it, add it. All three of my CDs will be there, and uh, a couple new ones going up very soon. Uh, check us out on uh, the Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. We are on Twitter at TNWPod. Uh, we are also on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, give us a favorable rating and, and review, and we will love you for that. Uh, we are where popular podcasts are. Uh, uh, so, uh, feel free to give us a share on any of these, uh, you know, or give us a comment or a like, or, uh, or just help the show grow a little bit. If you could do that, if you're in your spare time, or maybe while you're listening to the pod. Um, also what else did I say? We said the Twitter, Spotify, uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, uh, iTunes, uh, oh, send us a Gmail at talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Now, with that all said, with me at this time is my co-host from over six feet away, uh, all the way Mm -hmm. Mississauga today. He is here. He is now. He is Reese Turner. Yeah. What's up, buddy? How are you? I am great. I am great. Uh, I love the the wrestling schedule that is going on these days. Excuse me. Sorry. Um. I feel like I've. I feel like I got the voice of Bret Hart and Vince McMahon. You know that raspy voice. It's like, can you just clear it? Can you just yeah, fucking just, yeah. Brett? No, they're too headstrong. Yeah, it's like Brett. Just spit out one of those McMahon-sized loogies and just get rid of that. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, it's just uh, yeah. So I have a little bit of a gargle in my throat. So sorry about that. Um, but but wrestling is great because. Uh, you know, like this week we had Backlash, uh, WrestleMania Backlash, but we also had the Shawn Michaels bio, and the WWE Treasures are on Sunday nights as well. Um, nope. Monday night is Raw. Tuesday night is uh, is is dark. If you're watching it on T at on the YouTube, then Wednesday night is AEW as well, and Thursday is just a day to rest, and Friday is SmackDown. It's just like there's there's so much wrestling and it, tons of wrestling. It's, it's awesome, and yeah. I am so happy. It's a great time to be a fan. It's a great time to be a fan. I think we just got to jump right into it, and we got to start talking about uh, backlash now. For those of you who don't know, backlash <laughs> used to be a pay per view that WWE held every year, but this year it's titled uh, it's titled WWE Backlash. WWE um, and Peacock present a co production of. WWE's WrestleMania's backlash. That's right. It's not just a backlash. It is the backlash from WrestleMania. Which, WrestleMania backlash. Which means, Reese, that yeah. there were people not happy with WrestleMania, Could and there imagine? was a backlash. There's a huge backlash. Several matches worth of backlash, even. So what this card does is they take all the things that they fucked up, and they're going to make it better. That, or you'd think, anyway. You would hope that well, they would make it better. I thought that's the whole idea behind Backlash, is to make it better. I thought it was to highlight the issues and then just run with them and be like this, Backlash be damned. So, Welcome to sports entertainment. So right now, I want to go through now, at a glance. At a glance. Um, I know I've, I've, I've been, um, thanks to the good people at the We Watch Wrestling podcast, they have uh, subscribed me. To uh, Inside the Ropes uh, Wrestling what? Magazine by Inside the Ropes, and now I receive that's this cool. monthly, courtesy of Vince Averill and Matt McCarthy. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, that's cool. They they that's got awesome. my favorite wrestling podcast, and uh, it's always a treat to go on a podcast yeah. that has like you know 
20,000 to 30,000 listeners weekly. Where... Yeah, we got like 4 million. We've got like 4 million weekly listeners, mostly based in the Tampa Bay area. I like, well, to, yeah. I like to say we have the minions and minions. We don't have millions. We have minions. No, we've got millions. We've, we've got, got millions and millions of fans. Two millions is over 2,000 pounds. Um, <laughs> so when I look at the glance at, at the WrestleMania card, Natalia and Tamina uh, won the tag Nobody team turmoil did. match, but they didn't win the wrestler. They didn't win the tag team titles, so that was that was a bit of a bother for me. I would like to see that corrected. AJ Styles I I had no that. problem with the AJ Styles match. Um, uh, oh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest defeated Miz and Morrison. I had a problem with Bad Bunny, so they took the right and they took this match. And they put it on backlash, and they fixed it. Now, oh, did they though? We're gonna have a difference of opinion <laughs> on the old. Did they fix it? Uh, now, they definitely did something to it. We, we'll we'll talk about that. Sure, did something. Now, now they also have night. Now night two. Um, oh, night one. Bobby Lashley uh, defeated Drew McIntyre. A lot of people thought that was a great match, and then a lot of people thought it's missing Braun Strowman. So, um, yeah, so they yep. did that. Fine. Uh, Cesaro, a lot of people thought Cesaro was great and defeated Seth Rollins, and that was a big deal. And now people are like, yeah. maybe Cesaro deserves a title shot. And we yeah, let's put him in the match with the, the best member of the Shield, apparently. Yeah, Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. So let's put him with another guy. So these are some of the things that they did. Bianca Belair defeated Sasha Banks, but the problem mm-hmm. people had with WrestleMania was yep. Bailey wasn't on the card. So now Bailey gets her match against Sasha Banks. Sure. Uh and this brings us to Backlash uh, against Bianca Belair. Against Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. So so we're watching um so we're watching Backlash and I got to tell you right now uh for the spoiler spoiler alerts are in effect. Um Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Where did I pull up? I, where did I put that card? Um, this I is just the, giving you more time to, to mute it for the spoiler part. I <laughs> I had the card already uh, put aside, and now I can't find it. Spoiler. But, live TV, it's live. We're live. You know, sometimes tricky stuff happens when you're just living large and in charge. You know, Sometimes you, you forget where you put the cards. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, here the, we go. There we go. Perfect. How did that work out? Wonderfully. It, it worked out perfect. So, 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 so the first match on Backlash, Backlash was uh, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and Oscar. Because the problem, I guess they thought was that people had with Oscar, Rhea Ripley wasn't Rhea Ripley winning. It was Oscar was in the match. So they have now added. Charlotte Flair to the match to make it a triple threat, and we get um, Oscar, Charlotte Flair, and Ripley, and um, Charlotte Flair has done. I think she's done some more. Um, she's had more surgeries done to her face because there's something. Maybe. There's she looks different than she before than from when she left before. Well, you know, I don't like to speculate about people's appearances. What they do in their private time is their business. If they want to go and get a unicorn horn put into their ridge bones, I don't care. Uh, but she does look a little bit, I would say almost, though, this is what I would say. She looks like she's put in some time at the fucking gym. And, like, you know, she looks definitely more toned than before. Oh, for that's, sure. But that's she what I'll a, say. But I, She was in a TikTok video, and I didn't recognize her. That's what I'm saying. So she's uh, definitely changed her appearance. Maybe it's her hair. Maybe she got a haircut. But um, I definitely noticed a difference in her look. She has a whole new wardrobe, and yeah. uh, which I think is a little more pop star. It's a little more Gwen Stefani, if you ask me. Um, but it, but it, it is definitely. But regardless, um, Oscar, I thought she was going to retain the title. But no, Ripley performed the Riptide yeah. on Oscar to retain the title. So Ripley, once uh, this is her first big defense uh, yeah. after WrestleMania. So it's quite clear that WWE is pretty 
hell bent on getting Ripley over and quickly. And uh, well, Rhea Ripley is a large lady, very, very physically imposing, which makes for a good champion. cuts a cuts a pretty imposing figure. Does old Rhea? And she's good on the mic, and she's and she's like I find that since she's made since she's cut her hair and made herself um, less attractive, maybe I don't know, but less attractive to me. She just changed the gimmick to like a, a Rocky, like she's like a rocker, punk rocker now. She's gonna beat the shit out of you, and then and your parents too. She's definitely. You know, I, uh, I like it. She's a, she's got a good heel look. I will say that. Um, yeah. So 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 that match happened. So that fixed that. Then the another problem with WrestleMania was the Dirty Dogs weren't there to defend their SmackDown championships, and the Dirty Dogs, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, they go up against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, who did not make our top ten tag teams of all time, by the way. Um, so they're they're very far removed from that list, Casey. <laughs> well, hey, but as far as the father son tandem tandems go, they're right up there. Father-son tag no. teams. No, 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 no. They're still in, like, fucking uh, 17th place. Oh, no way. I put them ahead of any uh, Hart member family and Stu Hart. I put them ahead of... Uh, no Stu Hart would twist Dominic Mysterio into a pretzel. These guys, if, if Rey Mysterio keeps that mask on, you don't even know how old he is. Rey you Mysterio know? isn't the same Rey Mysterio. Like well, he, no. he, he passed on He passed on the mask they, in 1965 they, when he was... <laughs> the Mysterio is like the Phantom. They pass it from generation to generation. There is a Mysterioso in each generation. Oh, my you know? God. Imagine if that's true. Um, It'd be amazing. <laughs> He's a superhero. Well, all Mysterio was was a glorified stuntman, really, wasn't he? Instead, yeah, he's getting thrown around like a lawn dart, but he's amazing. I love Rey Mysterio. Oh, my God. King! Do you remember when they, they threw him into that... Um, Kevin Nash threw him into the wall, or was it the giant? That threw it's him into, a trailer. Yeah, into, it's the into trailer. a trailer. Yeah, it's into a trailer. WCW. He darted him. It was amazing. Romero Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, uh, they beat Rude and Ziggler. They are the tag champs now, father, son, tag champs. I think it's pretty cool, um, you know, and uh, it's like, uh, it's crazy. Ray Ray, his sperm is so much bigger than he is. But, um, you know, it's uh, it's awesome. I think it's awesome there's a father-son tag team. So um, that match happened. Uh I don't know where. I guess it was because they both because they weren't on the WrestleMania card that there was the backlash. So now this is the. I like the match. Uh, after that, here we go. The biggest problem with WrestleMania was nobody. I remember people saying I liked WrestleMania, but there were no zombies. And oh I, yeah, that was the biggest complaint. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody in Tampa Bay said, with all the COVID. <laughs> In Florida, you would have thought there would have been zombies there looking for brains or at least masks. Um, Damien Priest was with Bad Bunny, and he faced the Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. But this time, there was there were no all the bunnies turned to zombies, and now the zombies Zombie are around the ring, and they're not zombie bunnies. These are zombies of ex-wrestlers of the past that we didn't even know was there. Did you know Scotty Too Hottie was one of the zombies? Yeah, I found that out. That's amazing. You know how that. he was identified? Because in coming out of his ear were the worms. Yeah, I get it. He did the worm. And he was... I so I, I was like, can you telling me there's a Scotty Too Hottie uh, zombie... But we can't find a Brian Christopher zombie. No. no, no, no. <laughs> He's dead, folks. Uh, but so are yeah, zombies. He's no, dead. All this was all this match was was um it was an advertisement for a Batista movie. And uh yeah, it's so bad. Come it, on on a pay-per-view and everything. It's so like play the trailer, have Batista make an appearance. Yeah. Don't fucking wave or some shit. Dave. Make a match, like yeah, film a cameo or something, Dave. Even just film a cameo. Horrible. <laughs> like I hated it. I honestly, when they when when Morrison went and opened the door to check on the things, and they were zombies. I'm on a group chat with some uh, other comics, and I, I sent them a message, be like this: Oh, please, God, no, 
And then, like, the next message I got back, I went outside to smoke a joint, and then somebody was like this, oh, no, it's happening. It, and I was like, no! <laughs> and then I came inside, and I was just like, no, this is this is actual insanity. This is the same company that said Blood and Guts set the business back 30 years. You just rolled out a fucking commercial for a movie during what during a pay-per-view. What the fuck? We've already what the fuck? We don't we don't pay for commercials. Commercials pay you. You're like yeah, you don't need to put you don't put them in these shows, especially like that. It's a fucking it was worse to me. It was worse than in WCW when they had RoboCop come out and save Sting. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just the stupidest thing. That was gobbledygooker level stupid. You know what it, I mean? It was so horrible and then it continued because continued. after after that match you could see in the Thunderdome, zombies were showing up in the TVs. And they were kind of, by the end of the pay-per-view, the first row were zombies. Yeah. And it was fucking ridiculous. Like, yeah. WWE, you right now are putting out, you have the best wrestlers in the world, but you're putting out such a shit project. Like, such a shit product. Product. It's so yeah. shitty. Any, any good storylines is destroyed. Hook up, yeah, they destroy it inside of a calendar month. It's impressive. I, Jeff, my roommate Jeff, he did not start watching. He watched the pay per view from the start, shut it off at the zombies. I myself, <laughs> I picked it up after the zombies, so I watched the ending yeah. of the pay per view. I went back and watched the start, and I shut it off after the zombies too. Like, luckily that was the end for me, but. But the, the better matches were after the zombies. And uh, you know what? You lost a lot of... The fact that you have to say that, though, when you're talking about a wrestling program is so fucking crazy to me. Like, think of the last sentence that you just said, Casey. The last... The better matches were after the zombies. Yes. Yeah, that's what you just said to describe a wrestling show. Do you realize that? Like, that's insane to me. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. This is fucked up. You want to hear something fucked up, too? I had a friend named Jeff over who I'm teaching about professional wrestling, and I had to try and explain that. Do you know, do you know how fucked that is? When he just looks you dead in the face and he's like this, you're an adult man with a child, and you're watching this shit. I'm like this, yeah, it's usually better. It's usually better. I'm sorry. Uh, he made fun of me for fucking almost a full calendar, uh, like in, almost until today. Like he still sent me a message being like, yo, okay, I just want to check in. Just want to check in, make sure zombies weren't messing with you too much. It's like, fuck, bro. Come now, on. I will say this. The zombie, the detail to the zombies and the zombies themselves were zombie-rific. They were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I was watching The Walking Dead, I would have been super appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were, they were, they were, they were, they were good, and uh, you know, and it's just like I used to like like listening to Pat McPhee. I can't listen to Pat McPhee anymore because they made him shave his goatee, and I can't stand him on wrestling because he's not the Pat McPhee that I'm used to watching on YouTube when I watch his podcast, and I I don't even want to tune in because he's trying to sell me the zombie shit, and it's like fuck off. I, Stop it. One, there's only one zombie in the WWE. The Undertaker. That's it. That's enough. No more. Uh, uh, Kane. Is he, an is he a zombie? Uh, he's a mayor. Uh, <laughs> now, so uh, He's a fucking mayor. <laughs> I did think it was cool. Now, they did not. Oh, yeah. First of all, I love that Jericho tweeted at the WWE. Zombies? Really? Zombies? Now you're setting the you're setting the business back thirty years. Um, yeah, I love that. And then I also loved that uh, Natty did not know this. Uh, TJ was the one who told her, but unknowingly, Natty and Tamina coincidentally won their first tag team title, uh, where Jim and the Anvil Nineheart and Brett the Hitman Heart won their first tag team title as the Tart Foundation. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I was just sort of discovered afterwards, uh, and it was a coincidence. And what a beautiful coincidence it is, because I love shit like that. So yeah, it's great. I thought that was. I wish them a long title run too. I don't want them to just drop it back. Well, they should. Or... Like Natty's yeah, one of the best wrestlers they have, and Tamina is a beast. And yeah. it just to me, it just seems like they should have a good 
a good a good uh you know a bit of a good yeah. uh, they just need better chemistry in between each other like they need better interpersonal chemistry because like i i, I like them as a tag team they've got a good story you know being like you know daughters of famous superstar yeah but but their chemistry comes off as a bit wooden right now like i saw them trying to celebrate and it just looked off they don't look like they're like you know friends they're not friends exactly they're together exactly. you want to be friends with a murderer's daughter come on when's she gonna snap on you yeah, Who well, knows? you know, you don't you don't invite them to your house. Oh, <laughs> they're that kind of friend. Oh, okay. they just meet for coffee. Um, so let's go on and talk to uh, talk about Bailey here and E and E S T. Um, mm-hmm. here's my problem, and I don't mean to sound like Jim Cornette. I have a I did enjoy matches and things in the pay per view, but it's just that the negatives yeah. far exceed the uh, positives when I when I watch. And here's the problem okay. for me is. Mm-hmm. With 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 Bianca Belair, who everybody is all over, and she's the new big thing. And yeah. here's the here's my problem: the hair. Like, look at I know that's her gimmick, and she's yeah. and she's had it all of her life. But the thing yeah. is, she can't use it as a weapon if 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 the opponent can't use it as a weapon. Like a rule is, you cannot pull hair, so yeah. you cannot grab her by the hair and use it because it's against the rules. But she can use it to grab your leg and pull it up and use it for leverage on a pin, that's the same as putting your feet on the ropes. It's cheating, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. You oh, look at, that's if, an interesting take. If it's, think... if it's weaponized, it's weaponized for both. That means, like, Sasha ha- in the past has grabbed it and choked her. and That means you can choke Bianca Belair out with her own hair. If she, like, the, the way I feel is, if she uses it as a weapon on you, you should be able to use it as a weapon against Ooh. her because uh, it's not fair that she's allowed to whip people and fucking use it as a leverage tool and you're not allowed to pull it. What the fuck? Well, didn't somebody didn't somebody step on her hair in one match? You know, they like like somebody stepped on her hair and then she's like, weird. That that's allowed. I, chokes just aren't allowed in wrestling, though. You can't just choke somebody. Well, you're not choking you her know? if it's her hair. Well, no, the hair is doing the job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. Hey, hey, you get your hair hey. in your eyes and you can't see? Too bad. You get your hair wrapped around it's your, your throat and you can't fucking breathe? Too bad. Yeah, hey, listen, you're not going to Either weaponize it or not weaponize it. It can't be for one and not for both. Although Bailey 100%. did use it and used it to pull yep. her into a fucking clothesline like Jake the Snake used to use yeah. your arm, and I did love that. The short arm. Short arm, short yeah, hair. Yeah, I think, honestly, usually, yeah, you know, that'd be by the pubes. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, yeah, man, I, I, honestly, I like I like those two working together, and I'd like to see them have more of an in-depth program. I thought Bailey and Bianca was probably my favorite match on the show, to be honest. I, I really Yeah, I love it. Bailey. I yeah, like this. Heel really Bailey is great. Uh, heel Bailey. Sounds like Heel Bailey. Heel Bailey. Yeah. Heel Bailey. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I actually love the match and I would like to see more of yeah. them too. I would just, this yeah. is my pee, my piss off about Bianca Belair <laughs> is my, that that's my thing. And if you agree with me, fucking hit us up on, uh, one of the social medias and, and, and say you do. So, yeah. oh, what also I thought about, I said Thursday night, we take a night off on the weeks of wrestling, but no, Thursday night is beyond the mat. Uh, beyond the dark side bing, of the bing, ring, bing, bing, bing. and I don't know. Did you see last week's uh, dark side of the ring? Uh, Nick, uh, the ultraviolence of Nick Gage. Nick Gage. Now, do you know who yeah. Nick Gage is? This guy. No. Okay. Like, listen. I am not a fan of the type of wrestling that he is a practitioner of. Me neither. Uh, so up until actually, it's funny because this this episode made a piece click in my mind part of like because i smoke so much fucking weed i guess uh but <laughs> like i first heard of nick gage when he was arrested for the bank robbery yeah and i was like who the fuck is this guy what a fucking chode and then i heard about him uh busting out of probate like his probation failing because he got caught using a fake dick wizenator to piss because like i'm in the cannabis community right and yeah. like that wizenator used to be a bulletproof solution but this fucking guy gets caught with a fake fucking cock and it's just like oh no no nikki and that's how i first heard of him it worked for vincent chase 
Yeah, I look at more of his stuff now, and that man fucking terrifies me. Legit terrifies me. Like, he looks like he will punch your head into jelly. And his audience terrifies me. Yeah, yeah, because they look like they'll fucking, like, they look like they'll take your shoes after they punch your head into jelly. This whole, this whole thing about, um, about, you know, how he connects with the audience and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, he does. It is insane. Like everybody, like I've seen it live. I was at the David Arquette, Nick Gage match. GCW, yeah. LA Confidential. I saw you. I, I saw you in it. Actually, I saw you a couple times. I'm in. I'm in the. Not only am I in. Uh, you can't kill David Arquette. I'm also in um, that Nick Gage death match. Um, tell I, everybody listening why that match is of note. Now, okay, so so the so the match is of note so much because it it re, that match made Nick Gage a house like not a household name but it made him famous. Because uh, it was originally supposed to be Nick Gage versus, I think, the Necro Butcher from uh, the Necro Butcher is famous from the Wrestler, and uh, he's in the Wrestler, and uh, he's a real deal, and he uses a staple gun a lot, and he's in death in death matches as well. But Nick Gage uh, comes in. Oh, so David Arquette would replace Nick Gage, and David Arquette on Twitter even said. Uh, I thought I was wrestling Nick Cage, my old brother-in-law. I didn't know it was Nick Gage. Who's Nick Gage? And he would soon find out. And then in the documentary, you see him say, don't cut my face. Well, how about your throat? (laughs) Like, so. That's not his face. So again, I was there. And again, I was there much like I have this beautiful wrestling magazine. I was there courtesy of the We Watch Wrestling Boys. I, wow. I went down to Survivor Series, and uh, we had a full weekend of shows. Um, and the Friday night was um, GCW, followed by Suburban Fight Club on after the show. So after the show, they took the ring away, and then they had a fight club in the same bar with all the same fucking fans, and they all just wrestled and fought without a fucking without a ring, which was insane. The whole night was insane. Now we were on the only ri- in America. We were on uh, a riser, and we had yeah. ringside seats, so it looked like while everybody was down and and face level to the ring, we were like on their level in the ring. So when you see me standing in the corner, it looks like I'm standing on the fucking apron waiting for a tag. It's- <laughs> and what happened was. When they came out with the uh, fluorescent light bulb tubes, I'm Canadian. I don't have a history in death matches. But Matt McCarthy and Vince Averill, who have a history of attending ECW shows, they saw those light tubes and they were like, we're fucking out of here. They immediately just left the platform and went down because they didn't want to breathe in any of the light tubes. Apparently it's bad. Yeah, it's horrible for you. Well, yeah, I didn't know. I I was like the only one that stay. So that's why you while we see me by myself because I'm like the only guy standing there by myself. You're breathing in shit that's just ripping your lungs to pieces. I didn't even know. Um, <laughs> there's one part of that that they show in the documentary too, where he hits him outside the ring with a beer bottle, and I called shenanigans on that because they were only selling beer cans at the venue. There was no beer bottles in the house whatsoever, unless it came from backstage. But, hey, I'm sure David Arquette said, I have this beer bottle prop from a movie. Can we work it into the match? Fuck yeah, I'll smash it over your fucking face. Like, And he hit him so hard with it and exploded. But I'll tell you, it was the craziest match I'd ever seen, and I didn't even know how I felt. Like, And then also that night... Uh, I didn't know that Jungle Boy, who I saw wrestle Tony Deppin earlier in the card, was Jungle Boy Jack McKay. I didn't know Dylan McKay was his dad. I didn't know <laughs> Luke Perry was in the same fucking building as me, but he was at the back watching, and I was ringside. Watching his boy get his face cut with a pizza cutter and then his neck sliced. Dude, they showed, they showed the fucking, he pulled the pizza cutter out on our cat. They showed him using it. Like, there's a picture where they show me taking a picture. They're like, Nathan McIntosh, a great comedian up here in Canada, 
button up here in Canada. He's a great comedian down in New York. He always plays the seller. Uh, he's been on uh, Fallon twice, The Tonight Show, as well as Conan. Uh, anyways, Nathan McIntosh, fantastic comedian. I get a message the other day. I'm watching the Nick Gage uh, documentary. Uh, I'm watching the Nick Gage. Uh, yeah, is it? I'm watching the Nick Gage Third documentary, side. and he's like, uh, he's like, is that how did you get in his corner? Is that you? And I'm like, yep, it's me. And then I sent him some of the pictures that I took, and yeah. uh, he was like, oh my god, because I have a great picture of the pizza cutter moment of David Arquette, and maybe that's what we'll put up on the Instagram this week. Uh, with the Leslie yeah. logo on it, but but they but it's uh it's there. I was there, and I and I I got several emails about uh, the Nick Gage thing, and uh, but I got to tell you the best thing about the Nick Gage thing, Dean Ambrose. I didn't know he was so fucking funny. He's like, dude, yeah, dude. you don't actually die in a death match. What? You're like, and he's like, yeah. I the only thing I know about this guy is every time he goes to the ring. He wears a fucking bandana on his head and a bandana on his face. But when he goes into the bank, he doesn't wear any bandanas. What an idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. it's so it's so awesome. But it's but look at John Moxley wants to wrestle Nick Gage like now, like these days. And then the craziest thing happened the next day as we're celebrating Nick Gage on A&E fucking New Jack jumps off a bridge and kills what? himself. He knew Jack jumped off a bridge. He had a heart attack. No, he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack? Somebody told yeah. me he jumped off a bridge. Who told you that shit? He died of a heart attack, bro. I was like, I was like, I hope it wasn't best two or three falls. <laughs> so you're telling me Brett and Jim killed New Jack? Yeah, he got, he got done by a heart attack. The by Tamina and, and by Tamina and Natty? <laughs> Tamina and Natty followed up with a sharpshooter. On a scaffolding match. So he died from a heart attack. Yeah, he died from a heart attack, man. The bridge thing, the jumping off the bridge thing was uh, Nick Gage's brother. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, Chris Gage. And he gauged the water was uh, a lot, not as strong as he thought it was. Like, because he went right Justice through it. Justice Payne. Uh, his name was Justice Payne. His name was Justice Payne? Yeah, that was his wrestling name. I loved it. What is wrong with Chris yeah, Gage? Chris Gage Justin is a good Justin Payne. Oh, no, I, don't, I like. <laughs> if you, if I was a Justin, I'd be just in case. Um, no, there, there's one. Just incredible was the best one. Just incredible was the best one. I do agree, and and you know what? That was his best wrestler that he ever was, because yep. that was way better than Aldo Montoya. I'll say that. Hundred percent. Um. So yeah, the Nick Gage documentary was great. They did a. I can't stand. I would never go to any of these King of the Deathmatch tournaments. No, never ever in my life. It's would, just everybody it's, strikes me as they smell like fucking feet and onion garlic. You know, like I don't any part of that whole thing because they look like they're they're gonna stab the shit out of my face with something that they brought from home. Yeah, I'm yeah. out. It's I'm just out. a new level. Look at wrestling's supposed to be I'm fake. Out. Wrestling's supposed to be fake. I and I, I like don't it that somebody way. Die. I don't want to watch yeah, somebody fucking, die. Yeah, I don't want to like I like there's just like listen, you have so much blood in your body. This is a fact. You have X amount of blood in your fucking body. And when when I watch some of this Nick Gage shit, he looked like he lost three quarters of what was in his fucking body. Okay. Oh boy. That's too much blood to lose. Okay. That's too much blood. That's too much blood. Don't do it to yourself. It's too much. Wrestling is a beautiful thing. So we all love it a lot. But you do not need to fucking kill yourself for it. Yes. Crazy. 100% agreed. Now, with that said, we're going to move along to killing the talking about killing themselves. Let's jump over to AEW. Blood and guts. We loved it. Blood and guts. Did not Blood set the if it set the if it set the wrestling back 30 years, thank you. Cause I watched wrestling 30 years ago and it was great. So yep. match was great. <coughs> so with that said, um, and as much as we bitched about it before, you know, overall the match was amazing, despite the few camera problems we had with it at the end. Um, you know, and and of course you're gonna gimmick the fall for for Jericho, yeah, like we, that's expected. That's expected. Still fucked him up, dude. He landed in cardboard boxes. 
that aren't even broken down, that are empty. That fucking hurts. Yeah, I there's know. edges. Like yeah, it sucks. And he he fucking he, he, now he's gonna wear a fucking uh, Jack's arm cast. You know what I mean? <laughs> it looks like Jack's. And crazy, crazy. So, but but look at in two weeks' time. Not even two weeks. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. We're going yeah. into. They're gonna do first of all. Double or nothing used to be Labor Day weekend. I don't know why Double or Nothing has jumped up the jumped so far up that it's just Sunday night next Sunday night. And not only that, I don't understand why they're doing a Stampede sh- a Stadium showdown uh, so close to Blood and Guts because it's not going to be as good as Blood and Guts. I don't think so. Yeah. And, well, I think I think it will be because there's more space now. They've got more space to tell the story. And it's and it was you know the thing about uh, Stadium Stampede was the first one. It was good, but it was also comical. Um, yeah, it was a comedy match. I don't this think going to be the serious one. I don't think we should go from such a great serious blood and guts match into more of a comedy match, especially after uh, the Pinnacles um, promo from AEW last night. Or the other night when it was on, which was MJF was great. Uh, they're they're in a steakhouse, and uh, you know I just thought it was fantastic the way the Tully take this money and take care of yourself. You know, like yeah, it, it, the whole scene of the, them being high rollers and enjoying the life, and then I don't know. I'm just but I I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to a more serious version of the Stampede match. Because basically, like what they should have done, what they didn't really do, and I don't, I'm not entirely sure why, is they should have singled out for a while. You know what I mean? So they've got tag teams that could have fought each other. They've got single stars that could have fought for a little bit, and then you could do another big group match. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for some reason, we're doing group match and then a bigger group match. So I think yeah. what's going to happen is the inner circle is going to take this, the Stadium Stampede match. They're going to win this one. And then they'll stay together, and then they'll pa- they'll pair off and start to do that kind of program until they do another big clash. I hope so. I hope so. What, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, I might be wrong. I, you know, because uh, but uh, this will work for AEW anyways because it's all factions, right? Uh, yep. I like uh, what's going on with t- Team Taz and Christian right now. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the idea of Cage versus Cage, although they're going with Cage versus Page uh, first. Oh, and how great was that when Hangman Page came into the ring for the save? He's like, hold my drink. He goes yeah. in. Is there anybody cooler in wrestling right now than Adam Hangman Page? I, I love Hangman Adam Page, man. I love him. He's, I think he's so great. great. Everything he does is fucking fantastic. He's yeah. so great. Like, I remember I was at a Ring of Honor um, New Japan show, War of the Worlds. I think it was 2017. And the, 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 the merch line for the okay you can get your pictures beforehand and the merch line to get your picture with the elite it was you get your pictures with kenny omega and the young bucks and that lineup was huge and then there was barely any line for adam page and it was ridiculous (laughs) and i thought it was like so stupid i'm like but now i think the lineup for adam page would be just as big as any line for the young bucks to be honest uh, yeah, I probably. think he's that big of a star. Um, yep. So, so yeah, so we're going into double or nothing uh, next Monday, next uh, Sunday night. Um, by by next Wednesday, we'll know what the full card is, and uh, by next week, we'll be able to break down the the card and everything. And I'm excited That's for it, it uh, that it's on a Sunday. You know, we're in yeah, the we're some animalistic Miro shit lately too. So I'm super happy about this to see who uh, him and Lance Archer go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a, even yeah. a, even a, somebody made the comment that even DDP uh, yoga is not going to save Jake this time if he gets involved or, uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, I did love that. I loved, uh, what else do we like? I liked the, this Julie Hart girl. I don't, I still don't know if she's a, a part of the Hart family, but she's with the Hollywood uh, blondes. And I thought the varsity that, blondes, the varsity blondes. Well, you know yeah. why they're called blondes because of the yeah. Hollywood blonde. But of course, I think of course. Uh, they had a great match against the Young Bucks last night. They did. They performed, man. Uh, they're good young talent. Um, there's like 
How long can you keep the Varsity Blondes together, though? That's my question. Uh, they added this Julia Hart character. Did they just add their poochie? Is that what happened? Like, is has it jumped the shark? Did they add their poochie? Does does Pillman turn on Garrison? Does Garrison turn on Pillman? Which one is there's with gonna her? Be like an, exactly. There's going to be an angle here. Yeah. Which is which? Or are they true? Um, uh, what are they called? Blondes? Uh, they're not Hollywood blondes. No, they're the what are they? The Hollywood blondes were the Austin. It was Austin. Austin. Pillman. What are they called? They're called the Varsity Blondes. Oh yeah, because they're like high, high school. So you never know. College. They just might date rape the girl. You don't know. No, it's high school. No? Is no, that not high school? No, These no. guys are the type of guys that would do that. They seem like no, those guys. They're These... all athletes. They're, they're, they're all jocks. athletes. They're jocks. No, they're, I know, but they're all friends and athletes. That's angle. It's a wholesome angle, Casey. Well, that's where the, the, that's where the date comes in. No, it's Brian Pillman Jr., man. Okay. He's a fucking... I just watched. I, I just watched. Also, when I watched the Nick Gage Dark Side, I yeah. watched the Pillman one. Yes, and that kid should be given the fucking moon. So I will have nobody besmirch Brian Pillman Jr. on my watch. That kid is to be blown up to the fucking moon. Give him all the gold and let him live a fantastic life. This uh, kid deserves everything. I do. I do like. Um, the fact that uh, oh, what what was I saying? Oh, what Jericho said in the inner circle promo. Yeah. What did it? What was his last? We're gonna bury the bodies and then piss on the graves. <laughs> Sounds like he's trying to create zombies. <laughs> that's how he does. It. Like that's it. He 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 did that in response to backlash. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. And then and uh, where was uh? Ortiz was or Santana was not there. Uh, he's in jail still. What? He's in jail. That was the whole thing. Is like uh, the the uh, MJF said he had him arrested for stabbing him with a fork in blood and guts. Oh, that's great. That yeah, so he's great. in jail. He's still trying to get out. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. It's fucking amazing. I love that well, shit. What do you call throwing a guy off a twenty foot fucking roof? Like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Murder? Is it murder? <laughs> murder five. I'm pretty sure it's called murder. Um, manslaughter, at least. <laughs> Attempted manslaughter because he's alive. Oh, he tried to totally murder him. He did. Uh, oh, my God. Let's see. What else <laughs> do we got here? Um, let's see. As we get to the stuff. Uh, what else? Uh <laughs> Uh, okay. How do you, how did you like the Kingston, uh, the Eddie Kingston, um, John Moxley tag? I think they're, I think they're good together. I uh, listen, they're the best. I think they're the best tag team in the whole damn business right now. They're, they're so fucking enjoyable to watch when they beat the shit out of the acclaimed, which I enjoy. Yeah. Cause I also have started to like the acclaimed have grown on me now. Um, uh, and like that rap at the beginning when uh, uh, Max Caster was walking down to the ring mm -hmm. and he was just laying into them both. And then he gets into the ring and he gives the the, the mic to Bowens and he goes to say, uh, the acclaimed have our... And then Moxley just fucking bow. They beat the piss out of those poor boys. And then at the end of the night, they both ch pick a young buck, choke them out, laugh about it, and then steal their shoes. Those are Dior... Jordans. These fellas are fellas from my neighborhood. I love these two dudes. It was great. They are thugs. They are thugs. Amazing. And they're badasses. And they're they so are good. best friends. They are new best friends. And uh, like, I think it's everything that uh, John Moxley, a new father, would want to be. Uh, you know? Is a badass and uh, fighting in crazy matches with Eddie with Kingston. With your buddy. Yeah. Yeah, with your buddy. But got your back. Yeah. It was great. So, uh, yeah. And I'm glad that Eddie Kingston is fitting in so well with AEW as well. You know? Me too. Because he's a great fucking talker. He's one of the best talkers in the business, man. He's got so much passion there. And, and kudos to um, Tony Khan as well because, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but... Um, he's kept so many indie wrestlers working through this pandemic uh, by giving yeah. them matches uh, on dark 
or on uh, Dynamite. And, or on Elevation. Uh, or on Elevation now. And, you know, like, um, there are guys that are from Toronto. Like, well, there are more than guys that are from Toronto. Uh, well, uh, what's his name? Stone Rockwell, who's been down there wrestling matches lately. Uh, you know, he's somebody who we've had on the show. And uh, he's an adventurer. And uh, now he's down there in, uh, you know, down there wrestling. And, uh, you know, like Allie, um, the Butcher and the Blade, well, not the Butcher, but the Blade and Allie are both uh, Toronto wrestlers as well, uh, you know. And, of course, Evil Uno and, uh, oh, uh, that's a great part last night, too, was where um, the, uh, whose faction was it that tried to leave but they couldn't, or they just beat up somebody, and then um, Sting and Darby Allen got jumped that, by Ethan Page and um, Scorpio Sky. That's it, and uh, and yeah, and that's it. And then um, the uh, yeah, the Dark Order came out of both entrances, so they couldn't fucking yeah. leave. They had to walk back through, I don't know, the stadium to get back to the. Yeah. But it, it, I thought that was great too because it's like. We're, you guys aren't with us, but we're kind of, we got your back. We love you guys. I love the Dark Order, how they're like certain people's biggest cheerleaders. You know, that's a great little angle. Well, yeah, it, it's great. And it's, uh, you know, they're the biggest faction in AEW. So why not be the best faction, you know? Yeah, well, you got to give them some gold, man. Oh, well, that's that's also what I loved where um, FTR were talking about. Our whole focus should be getting all the gold. Like we should be, we should be taking the gold from every champion, and we should yeah. have all the gold right now. And I'm like, yeah, that should be every faction's focus. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't just be running amok and being like retribution and making the lights go out once in a blue moon. No way, man. Kenny Omega has got so many belts. He's not even. He's outside of AEW grabbing belts left, right, and center. Exactly. He's a collector. He is collector the collector. Right he is the collector. He's the collector of 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 uh, of belts. He's the collector of um, of fine sunglasses jewelry. and fine shoes. <laughs> alligator uh, alligator skin shoes, and uh, oh yeah, so many things, so many things. Um, Kristen Cage, I think, looks good, but how much hairspray is he putting in his hair before a match? So much. His hair does not move. His I hair know. does not move. Nope. No. Uh, it's like, holy shit, I could not believe it. <laughs> He's in a headlock, he comes out, his hair is perfect. I'm like, are you serious? How is that even possible? Ah, get the peep sh We need the peep show back so we can learn uh, what kind of moose is he, he's, is he putting in there. And I don't think it's uh, moose from impact either. But this moose has mm. tremendous impact. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. We've we've had so much to talk about, and we've actually come up short. Yeah. We are forty-seven minutes. We got ten minutes to fill. Oh man. Now uh, I, I will say this. About? I got tons of wrestling. I, well, I, I was yeah. watching one of the, the things I was watching about wrestling last week was yeah. uh, I went onto the network and I watched uh, Legends, uh, the Legends Roundtable, which I used to love, okay. and it's all the old timers. And they're talking about yeah. tag teams. So they're going through all the greatest tag teams of all time. And they're talking okay. about the best brother tandems. And they said the best brother tag teams. And, you know, there are like a lot of great brother tag teams. Uh, Harlem Heat are a great brother tag team. Uh, the yep. Briscoe Brothers are a great brother tag. The Von Erics are Stein a brother tag brothers. team. Sorry? The Steiners? They said the Steiners were the number one brother tag team of all time and i was like but we have harlem heat on our list and we don't even have the steiners on the list and i was we like did, a, we we the right, of, did we, we make the did we make the right discussion we had a just yeah we had a heavy duty discussion and the yeah. steiners did not make the list but now i'm thinking no. they're actual brothers you know i don't yeah. know maybe if we did a tag team list of all actual brothers they would definitely yeah. be the number one tag team of all actual yeah. brothers. The number two tag team. What's that? The number two actual brother tag team? Yeah, I put them in number two. Number one is still Harlem Heat, baby. You think so? 
that's the best one. Oh yeah yeah and i love uh, we've talked about it that booker t always used that music throughout his entire career it's great i love yeah. it whereas stevie ray uh veered away from it for a while so he could use this theme song New world order. order. (laughs) Who was your favorite secondary level of new order personalities? Like you had the A list and then the B list. Who was your favorite of the B list? My favorite of the B list NWO personalities. Would probably be, I don't. I had a soft spot for uh, uh, Marcus Bagwell. Okay. Bagwell, because I liked him as a face before when he was with uh, what's his name there. And Alex the tag team. The Thunders, and Alex Wright, the Thunders, the Thunderstuck kid. No, no, no. There was a, he was in another tag team before uh, Mark uh, Riggs with uh, Riggs and Bagwell, Scotty Riggs. Yeah. And they were a good tag team. I, I enjoyed watching those guys work, and I really liked. Um, Bagwell's finisher, the ho- uh, what was it called? The the flipping neck breaker from yeah. the top rope, yeah, the blockbuster. I'm gonna say this. I love it. So I was he was my probably my favorite secondary. He was just a big smiling idiot. Buff Bagwell yeah. was my favorite uh, secondary guy. Him and Scott Norton were my two secondary favorites. And yeah. I used to love. I used to do the impersonation of the the arms over this uh, that stagger yeah, and then he'd go down yeah. to the one knee and flex and he's like i'm buff and i yeah. got the stuff dust yeah, like when he that. like to be honest i loved buff bagwell until he went to wwe and then they made him look like such an idiot and he had such a bad match that he was gone and then there was no more Buff Bagwell, you know, so no, he never, yeah, I don't think he ever wrestled again, did he? Yeah, I kind of jumped the shark with the Judy Bagwell on a pole match. I think. Listen, that's a great match. I won't have you disparage that match at all. You know, I'm against any woman being on a pole, let alone Judy Bagwell. So, yeah, she's the same. Sorry, Bagwell. Godfather. Um, oh, I was watching all these Godfather interviews too, and uh, they were talking about how when they use Papa Shango. In WrestleMania seven or eight, uh, I think it was WrestleMania eight uh, in Indiana, and they used uh, Papa Shango came running out of the match at the end to attack Hulk nice. Hogan, and then the Ultimate Warrior came in, and uh, the reason why Papa Shango then started feuding with the Warrior was because out of that mania, Sid and Sid and uh, Psycho Sid and uh, Warrior were supposed to feud, but Sid didn't want to do the job to uh to warrior so he left and uh they said who else do we have that's hot and they're like papa shango and papa shango went he went from wrestling tito santana right into that feud with the ultimate warrior so that's pretty fucking Listen, cool. tito santana was pretty hot back then too like he was on the he downward was, he, slope sure, he was he was like, the he was the matador people, at that point people knew who tito santana was like, but oh. he was the matador he was at the end of his career he was so. definitely. I'm not arguing that he wasn't at the end of his career. He's very much at the end of his career. But I'd rather see the Matador than to see some guy wearing Strike Force trunks. That's been four years since Strike Force. Strike Force. And Strike Force was the Tito Santana's best tag team. Sorry, Ivan Potsky. But anytime you tag up with Rick Martel, it's going to be a better tag team than you and Ivan Potsky. Both of them held the world tag team titles. So, but Rick Martel also had the tag team titles with Tony Gurria. You know, the guy that wears the suit that brings people to the ring? That guy, yeah. So, that, that guy. That guy. That so, guy. So, you know. Now, who would win in a tag team match? Could uh, Tito and Ivan Putski beat Rick Martel and Tony Gurria? That's a match I would like to see. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder if it ever yes. happened. They were around the same generation. Maybe. Like, you'd be surprised at some of the matches that have happened and we just don't know about, or we do know about now. But Do you, know. have you tried the new CM Punk pop? CM Punk. No, I'm not big on CM Punk pop. I'm a fan of. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of the old. Uh... <laughs> we're we're having. Chino a... Hernandez. We're. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's got a bottle of, he's got a can of Coca-Cola. I had a can of Pepsi-Cola. So the Pepsi-Cola logo is CM Punk. And the Coke is Gino Hernandez. Um, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Um, what do you got? What do you got planned for this week? Oh, well, uh, just uh, dropped a new episode of our, actually the first episode of my podcast. That uh, film is dead. Film is dead. The premiere, the premiere episode. So look up film is dead on Facebook or look up me and then find it. It's where we talk about old movies that we like and then we smoke weed and then we talk about them and make jokes. So cool. the first debut episode, my man's heat. Oh, that's so, a, he's a, he's a good movie. Um, yeah, so we talk about Heat. No, Heat is a very good 13 movies. There's too many movies in the movie Heat. That's what I say, and I stand by that. There's too many movies in Heat. Make it one movie. They try to jam in too much shit. Agreed. I do also think when it comes to Heat, I think that you have the two best actors in the world, and they get oh, outshined by Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Steals that movie. Yeah, it's great. Is there anything better than Val Kilmer in the middle of the street with the fucking machine guns just turns it's yeah, the best uh, well it's amazing it's such an amazing film and we really get to talk about that and it's the first of many man we've got uh 12 episodes recorded for the first season so we'll be dropping those once a week every thursday also is now is this urban legend but i heard that uh, even though Pacino and De Niro are both in the movie together, and this was the first movie that they did together since The Godfather 2, but they weren't actually in the movie Godfather 2 together, and guess what? They never appeared together in the movie Heat, except for one diner scene where they had someone sit in for each one. If you look at that scene, they only shoot it over the shoulder. They do, they do, but it's a funny thing is this is a common misconception. They were there, and they were sitting across from each other. There's actually a photo that uh, that I, I think I post in the episode that shows them sitting across from each other at the table. You know what I mean? And with, uh, what's his name, leaning in to Michael Mann just being like this, you know, like leaning in to give some, like, secret direction to. So, well, like, they got to be... In the last scene, where they're going through the, the where they're out by the airport, and they're gonna ki- and they kill each other, and Al Pacino becomes the fastest man on the planet. Yeah, he's like a fucking <laughs> sneaky ninja. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So yeah, we get to talk about that. I'm super like I'm super into it. We're gonna for the second season, we're gonna have some guests on, so we'll definitely have to bring you in for an episode. Well, there's sometimes when I look at myself in the in the mirror in the morning, and I think I look like Wayne Grow. <laughs> No. When my beard's not so messy, but if I have my hair out and everything, I look a little like Wayne Grow. And, he's like the uh, worst character in the whole movie, though. He's like the worst person in that whole movie. He's like needlessly cruel, Casey. He's Why the, do you compare yourself to in him? A, I know, in a movie with Tom Sizemore, in a movie with like all these shitty people. <laughs> in, in a movie that Tom Sizemore uses a child as a human shield, <laughs> Wayne Grow is still the worst person in that fucking movie. I know. <laughs> oh my god yeah he uh but he what a great movie too long but a great movie yeah yeah that's it so tune in to film is dead to hear that one uh we're just uh independent right now maybe a network will pick us up one day who knows uh yeah never sleeps <laughs> yeah, who knows also also before we go um i'd like to take the time to congratulate uh our producer our boss uh, the founder of Never Sleeps Network, the Big Ross Man, and uh, and of course his beautiful wife Trish the Dish, and I want to congratulate them as they just had a beautiful baby boy. Um, and hey! Yeah, so congratulations, and um, Felix. They named him after Felix, who is your nice. w- one of your favorite wrestlers. Oh no, you like Phoenix. Close enough. Uh, Felix Phoenix. Ooh, I like cat. them. I like Love them both. It. Great name. Love it. Great. Uh, but uh, can't wait to meet Felix. Congratulations to both of you, and uh, I couldn't be more happier for you guys. And uh, sending from We Watch Wrestling and all the fans and the the tens and twenties of fans. We Watch Wrestling. Well, hey, on behalf of We Watch Wrestling, I'll send too. their love too. 
Um, yeah. But uh, they know who you are. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> So, so uh, from the fans of Talking Wrestling and Reese and myself, congratulations, uh, congratulations to the to the to the new best parents on the block. And uh, with that said, folks, thank you for joining us and letting us put a headlock on your ears one more time. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again. And we'll be back to talking to you next week. Until then, I'm Casey Corbin, Reese Turner. Tie Never Sleeps Networks, Target Wrestling. Bye. Peace. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.